This is the 10,000 Depositions Later podcast, episode 33. I'm Jim Garrity. Today's episode, using depositions on written questions as an offensive weapon to stop deponent harassment. So here's a great strategy to use if you're defending depositions with an opposing lawyer or maybe a pro se litigant who's abusing your witnesses in depositions. If that's happened or if it's happening, file a motion asking your judge to enter an order requiring the adversary to conduct any further depositions by written questions. Now, if you're in federal court, the governing rule is Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 31. If you're in state court, what I can tell you is that virtually all states have an equivalent rule. The authority for your judge if you're in federal court to do this is Rule 26 generally, which deals with the court's ability to deal with discovery-related harassment, and you'll find that in Rule 26C and specifically Rule 26C1C in particular, which allows your judge to prescribe a method of discovery other than the one chosen by the party seeking discovery. If you're in state court, you'll use the same analytical framework, relying on the rules of procedure that give the judge power to control the discovery process and to prevent harassment. Now, this is a fantastic tool in a litigator's arsenal, but I really don't see many lawyers using it to combat deponent-related harassment. Typically, when I hear about a lawyer who's been harassing witnesses in depositions, I hear that there were arguments between the lawyers, maybe the deposition was terminated, maybe not, maybe somebody filed papers with the court, again, maybe not. But as you know, judges of every kind have grown sick and tired of discovery-related harassment. So you're going to have a receptive audience and the perfect tool to put a halt to this nonsense. I've used it with great success in the past in both state and federal courts, and the judges love it. It's a genius level move that allows discovery to proceed under a long established alternative tool for depositions, and it will completely halt the harassment. We tend to think of depositions on written questions as an unwieldy alternative to oral depositions, maybe something that we can only use ourselves when the witness is too far away or for whatever other reason when an oral deposition just isn't practical. But it's a great offensive weapon against lawyers and against pro se litigants that are harassing your witnesses. All right, a few practical tips and then we'll wrap up. First, make sure you have your supporting paper trail when you take this approach with a judge to show the judge what's happened so far. That can include transcripts, uh, audio from the depositions, maybe affidavits from others who are present. Pointer number two, you don't have to wait until the harassment in depositions actually starts if your adversary has already been engaging in prior discovery-related harassment or has made comments to you that suggest the depositions will be used as a weapon against the witnesses. Pointer number three, it's a great offensive weapon if your adversary has already deposed a particular witness and wants to do it again. So second bite at the apple for a particular witness. That's a great opportunity to ask the judge to make them do it on written questions so that they don't wind up wasting more time of the same witness. And point number four, it's a great offensive weapon if the adversary wants to depose high-ranking corporate or government officials that you represent. You're familiar with the Apex Doctrine, which we've discussed elsewhere in this podcast, which generally holds that high-ranking corporate or government officials should usually be shielded from depositions if they don't actually have personal, meaningful knowledge that could be gained from others instead. But if you sense that you might not win that apex doctrine argument on its own, 
you might want to have the fallback position of suggesting that the court allow the depositions, but require the adversary to do it under Rule 31 or whatever your state analog is, which is depositions on written questions. This is also a useful tool as an offensive weapon if your opponent wants to depose one of your clients or witnesses that is privilege-bearing, and by that I mean an attorney, a doctor, a pastor, a legislator, whatever. Those witnesses can be a lot more difficult to defend in an oral deposition because you've got to evaluate whether the question is likely to call for the disclosure of privileged information on the fly. And so if you've got a privilege-bearing witness suggesting to the court that it be done by depositions on written questions is a great way for that witness to have their deposition taken where you can carefully evaluate the questions and ensure in drafting the answers that you're not going to be inadvertently waiving the privilege. All right, that's it for this episode. So give that some thought the next time you're encountering a difficult adversary who appears to be using a calculated strategy of harassing your witnesses in depositions. As I said at the beginning of this episode, this is something that I rarely see lawyers advocate, the use of Rule 31 to combat deposition-related harassment. All right, thank you again for listening. And remember to check out the book on which this podcast is based, 10,000 Depositions Later, the premier litigation guide for superior deposition practice, available on Amazon and just about everywhere you get your books.